He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. Well, do us a favour. I can't. Well, can you hang around a couple of minutes? He won't be long. No, I've got to go to Robinson's. They've lost nine today. Well, when's your next run? Thursday. You think I'll go for a walk? You're not fooling anyone, you know. Look. Please know something you can do. I feel happy. I feel happy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mudcraft Podcast. I'm your host, Goldman, and yes, we're not dead yet. We're not dead. We're not like we're not like World Warcraft, right? Right, fellas? Dead dead game. Dead game. Dead game. I mean, no one plays it. Like no, no one plays that game at all. Dead game. Uh, but yeah, so this is the first of the Legion preview. And obviously we got a lead with the healers. And because a lot of that has changed, I think the most has changed for Mistweavers uh, going forward into Legion. And we have back uh, as well. Uh, Raynor, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. And awesome. then uh, Suplift from Down Under. Good day, hey. mate. Hey, what's up? It's currently nine thirty, and I'm usually not awake at this time. That's a wonderful time. And in the morning, look at look at how much he loves us. Jeez, yeah. it, well, loves you guys out there. Uh, so, yeah, we've been trying to put this together for uh, a couple weeks. Unfortunately, I've been getting <laughs> sick too much lately. Just like you know, bad, bad van as as my new name is in uh, in Discord. Um, and so, uh, really happy to get back here and talk about monks um it's we've had a quite a large hiatus actually since the last uh little preview that we had or a little bit of discussion but that's just mainly because of this uh legion has just been so crazy with a lot of the stuff they've changed over the recent years or years oh, i shouldn't i might trigger someone out there recent months recent days recent recent weeks and so uh this is just to kind of get you kind of abreast of the situation and uh just getting your mind rolling around it since the pre-patch has launched Ah, um, rolling. <laughs> Don't fly your. Oh, never mind. It doesn't work. Wrong, wrong class. That's just druid. <laughs> well, everybody else is druid. <laughs> um. So, uh, Raynor, how have you been? Oh, what are you mean, well, guild-wise, character-wise. Uh, well, I mean, not much like guild or character-wise have changed. Like, I graduated college. I'm starting grad school soon. Like, so I've been focusing most of my efforts on like being a real person for a bit. Uh, but guild-wise, I'm still in Temerity. Uh, we're still farming Hellfire Citadel for, you know, a year? the last year. <laughs> um, but outside of that, uh, I've been doing a lot of beta testing in the last month or so. Uh, basically, as soon as like graduation hit, I just started beta testing. And then I've been beta testing ever since. <laughs> So you probably have like a special uh, area where you drop off your information and it's like right behind it is like a one of those uh, shredding shredding machines. So you're like, oh, <laughs> put it through the slit and just kind of grinds right up. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then Suplift, what have you been up to? Uh, I rejoined a new guild. Uh, 
NEOC scene, so top NOC guild. Uh, I think I did that last time, so I think that's not new information. Uh, but since the last time, uh, I've been doing a lot of beta testing. Uh, I did a lot of Mythic Plus dungeons on my Mistweaver mod. And in real life, I'm just going to like uh, community college right now. That's about oh. it. Good. Rip. Proud of you. Rip. So you, are you, do you have your memes ready for college? Uh, I should be at the end of next year. Yeah. So are you a uh, are you a meme major? Like, are you studying like memeology one on one? Like, is that what's <laughs> going on? Like, I mean, I already play a living meme class, so I don't think I need to study memes. I mean, I was a little bit confused when I had a guy named Meme Weaver message me on uh, beta. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Funny story about that one. <laughs> Let's not get into the reasons why I was on a person named Meme Weaver. <laughs> Well, uh, that's very interesting. We'll have to put a, a cap of one, two, three onto that one, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you guys are doing well. And then uh, you kind of cut out a little bit, at least on my, my end, there, subs. But what is it a guild you went to with the number one OC guild now? No, I think it's like number three. The number one is like like world like 20th. But it's like it's like the top end, like four day a week guild, I think. Oh, cool. The one above us raids like six days on prog, so jeez six and that, that's just what the funny thing to me is just i mean maybe well i'm i'm, I'm re, uh, retired now but uh it's just like you know going for six days i mean but then again when i was in the midst of it in my in my day and age back in ref uh i remember and actually was more like cataclysm and and uh pre all the other ones burning crusade uh, is uh yeah basically I was going seven days. It's like oh I could have done that. That's why I did. <laughs> Man, even at the peak of my career, I was a five day raider. I thought six no, and seven, seven days were insane. Well, we, the worst was, was that they are apparently a four day guild and they lie about it. They just I mean, it. That's, that's, the that's that's pretty uh, it's pretty common at this at this tier though. Well, I mean, Blood Legion it's a three day guild, but you know during uh, progression oh, yeah. it's seven days. Yeah. No, there we could have an entire podcast about guilds that are like we're a three day guild and half of their logs are hidden because they're actually a seven day guild. <laughs> but it says uh, during during farm, I think even it says like in their in their like recruitment stuff, and people don't read that; they just read oh three days. That sounds good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so really glad you guys are doing doing well. Um, and so we'll kind of jump right into the question since this is a. Uh, you know, a quick preview. It's not going to be one of our longer ones that we tend to talk yeah. about where it's like yeah, two well. and a half hours and yeah, well. you have to get like a book and coffee in order to yeah, no. get through it. Um, so what are your thoughts on Legion thus far, Raynor? Like, uh, you know, you've been in the beta, you've done extensive <sighs> testing, different classes, etc. What are your just general thoughts of the expansion so far? General thoughts of the expansion. You know, I, um, I have been vocally negative about World of Warcraft for a while now, to the point where people are like, "Well, if you don't like it, why did you like? Why are you playing it? Like, you should just quit." Like, so like, I've I've kind of I've kind of you know I've hit that fever pitch of just being tired a while, but, but, playing Legion for the last month or so, uh, pretty much all day every day has actually rekindled that spark that I had for the game like way back when, like uh, when I was wee lad in high school and like had all this time on my hands to just love the game like that's how i felt like legion is not a perfect expansion but there hasn't been one um and it, it has a lot of content like the amount of content that 
they have at launch is pretty staggering and the promises of matching that content throughout the expansion, which I'm skeptical about, <laughs> has me excited because, you know, between world questing, between the Mythic Plus dungeons, between the way that leveling works now, Suramar City itself, that whole zone is amazing. Um, so in, in general, I'm really enjoying it. I've enjoyed the dungeon and raid content more than I've enjoyed like the last two expansions worth. Um, so it's mm -hmm. been, it's been incredibly refreshing as someone who has been so disenchanted with the game for so long to play Legion and be like, man, this is something that I'm actually excited for. Again, there, there are certain things that are concerning enough that I consider not buying it, but you know, I, those are things I can look over eff effectively. Well, the one thing, too, I think to add on you with the content is that I mean, I'm not sure because I know they did nerf the XP at one point on leveling. But I remember the last time I checked it, you know, you could basically get up to the max rank and you're not even halfway through the the leveling up. Um, Yeah, they in like one zone and just because because of how they do the scaling, it's like you could stay in one zone now and level up in one zone by completing. Uh, it. Not quite. Uh. Without, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like one zone, like you don't have to go to like every single zone now, like you don't have to. Yeah. Like, so, so zone zone. I've leveled about much. like four or five times from 100 to 110 since the XP changes. Mm -hmm. uh, in my experience, if you have rest experience, um, you can probably finish and still have two entire zones left. Uh, so you'll That's go through rested, right through for all your levels for most of it. Yeah. yeah um, okay. If you're going without rested so like day zero uh when the expansion first launches well i think day zero likely has, i think it does have rested though i think uh, you get a full bar rested maybe for... um but you'll probably end up going through most of the zones um because yeah. one of the big changes this expansion is that dungeon leveling is not really as big yeah um so uh you're ready to spam those uh trainer the quest givers <laughs> uh yeah so so <laughs> The, the the leveling content is designed such that you go through all of the zones, but by the time you're done with the last zone, you'll be a level cap, if not finishing it beforehand, uh, especially depending on how many bonus things you do, if you do the dungeon quests, you know, and so on. Um, so in general, it's it's not bad. Uh, I think we, we, we clocked it at about 10 hours of leveling. That's not bad. It's actually less than last uh, than the current expansion. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 15 or something. Yeah, it was 16 hours. That sounds about right. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're able to burn that, I mean, basically, it seemed, and that's not smart to me, like making it to where if you want to, you can just like sleep. And then that night when it launches, burn through and level up and then go to bed and then be fine. Like you could reset, like, yeah, just to get done. Yeah. And it's also, it's also really good for, you know, players like me who are like, well, I can't dedicate 10 hours of my day to this. Like, I yeah. can still finish it within the first few days of the expansion mm -hmm. launch. Or me, who could probably, who are probably going to do like an I mean, hour a day or like half an hour or something like that. Realistically, I'll probably, um, do most of my leveling over the weekend, but I've done it in about two days of casual play. So, but Subpuff has his hand up. <laughs> yeah, the, the other thing that's kind of important about leisure leveling is that how they've done it is very, very, very beneficial to level in a group this expansion. Because uh, I think the mob experience isn't split anymore, and a lot of mm -hmm. the quests are shared tags and like a shared objective. So if you have a group of five, leveling is going to be extremely fast. Yes, I. So, yeah, because yeah, the I forgot about this the, the bonus XP that they have now. Yeah. Um. When. Any yeah. 
when uh, I've leveled solo and I've leveled, uh, leveled in a group of two, um, I haven't leveled up with more people than that, but just leveling with two people, like quests that took me, you know, or zones that took me, say, like a couple of hours, you know, I was able to shave off solid chunk of time with just an extra person just because of, you know, mob tagging and you well, know, it's not just yeah because there's lots of respawning too and, yeah mean, like there's a lot of quests where like say you, you have to shoot a bird or you have to like pick up an item like that gets shared i mean yeah. it's, it's weird how they decide what gets shared and what doesn't because <laughs> like some stuff you're like oh well that shares and then you do a quest exactly like it but it doesn't share um so it's, it's really weird but yeah that's a really good point yeah but uh subs what about you have you anything to add as well or what, what your initial thoughts are on the legion uh, I spent a lot of time doing world quests and uh, with it plus dungeons on the beta. Uh, for the world quest system, I think it's pretty good. I think monks in general have quite a large advantage over most classes in the game because Windwalker monk is very, very, very good at questing. Shh, shh, you can shh. just pull like ten mobs and spinning crazy and they all die. Or you could pull like ten mobs and just press uh, your artifact ability and kill them all instantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Windwalker is pretty good at AOEing stuff down, but this isn't a Windwalker show. Uh, I, <laughs> I like the Windwalker system. I'm just gonna edit that all out, <laughs> just so no uh, one knows. I don't want to get nerfed even more. Like, <laughs> I've actually been playing a lot of Windwalker. Like, it's been pretty fun. Yeah, I like. I actually like the new Windwalker as an, as an aside. I like that it's like complex enough i don't want to say complex but like challenging enough to be like yeah. this isn't a windwalker show i shouldn't get off track <laughs> anyway uh i like the world quest fun, system okay. i think there's some like annoying little quirks like kirin tour quests i don't know why there's more why there's only three kirin tour quests a day i know the answer oh. to that why i know the that? answer to that because the fourth one is a dungeon oh okay yep um, I, I, I was, I was trying to do Kirator quest on my Druid and I only found three and I was like, man, this sucks. So like I, I went over to my monk that has everything unlocked and I did three and I looked and it was like court of stars was one of my quests for the Kirator. I'm like, oh, well that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, now that I know that. Okay. But I like how, um, it does feel a bit like you're like going all over the world at all times. So you have to find like, you have to like look preemptively and find an optimal route for like getting your artifact power and whatever. And I don't like how because of the Titan Forge system that at a certain point when you're like eight fifty would I'm at the beta, doing the gear quest feels kind of just like well I'm just rolling the dice. I could go do a mythic dungeon and roll the dice, you know? Mm -hmm. On gear. So the gear quests feel a bit like outdated fairly quickly. But I don't know if that's just a beta system because they said the the world quest gear system should keep up to date. Maybe it's just a bug yeah. with the beta. Well, it could so, be that just not being it, like the database for the gear list that's supposed to be there. It could be yeah, like that's that. probably that's probably it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was fixed by the time of life. But for, mm -hmm. for Mythic Plus Dungeons, I've been doing a lot on my Mistweaver. I exclusively did everything on my Mistweaver because one, I didn't want to play Druid because that's just like cheating, basically. Uh, but I like the Mythic Plus system. I don't like how. It encouraged how it's designed. I feel like it was designed for a resto druid and every other class was done afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's the story of challenge modes. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I think Mr. Weaver can do plus 10 and the gear caps at plus 10 right now, so that's okay, I guess. But it's going to be kind of annoying to get your artifact appearance. But I think because it scales with your gear and Mr. Weaver has quite good 
gear scaling with legendaries, especially. I think it's fine. I don't know, though. But that's my, my main experience on beta. Obviously, I've been to every raid test as well, so... Yeah, and we'll mainly get into the raid testing and the more of the larger preview when we're getting closer. When it's really like right up. Dungeons a bit later as well because it kind of relates because it is in-game content. Mm-hmm. Rainer, would you have something? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the important takeaway there though is misweavers can do like basically as much M plus as others, but it it becomes significantly more annoying unless you know you're a resto druid. I think that's like the thing with like most healers though. Um, yeah. I think yeah. Mistweaver is actually one of the better healers of Mythic Plus dungeons because it has a really good like five man kit and really really good single target output and really good. It's really really good with Horn of Valor, which is a good trinket. And you should get a Horn of Valor in Legion. <laughs> they need to nerf that trinket. I love that trinket in Mythic Plus. It's like getting oh it yeah, I love it too. That's why I think it needs to be nerfed. <laughs> anyway, but the takeaway here is that like. The difference between like a mystery and a druid is like astronomical, but the mis- between mystery mm-hmm. and like literally every healer is like whatever. So really, it's just unfortunate. But do you do you think this is? I guess jumping off a little tangent on that. Do you think this is just because the druid isn't in a better place right now as far as numbers and and it's not uh, really numbers. Or? It's more Mechanics. to do with the fact Iron Bark is insane. Okay, so it's just more of Iron Bark is still OP. If, if Life Cocoon had a one-minute cooldown, with Mistweaver would be really good in five minutes. It wouldn't be as good as Druid, because there's other reasons why Druid is good. I mean, like... the Druid kit lends itself to that, right? You know, the way the Druid kit's, uh, like, the artifact thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put full hots on everyone at low cost if you innervate, and then you can just, you know pop your uh, artifact thing and all of your ticks uh, your hots tick 100% faster like it's so much burst and you can get a talent to make tranquility um a 2 minute cooldown you know okay uh, there there're just a lot of it things is, in the in the yeah. kit that lend itself towards that kind of gameplay there's also um a lot of things is that they don't need an invis pot to do stealth masters which stealth masters which is kind of helpful and there's a lot of mechanics that can only be removed by decursing, like specifically a curse, which is a very big deal. There's a bunch of like little random stuff that a druid has that makes them like pull head, which is why I say I feel like it was designed with a rest of druid in mind, and then the other healers came afterwards. And I think these are things too that will be tuned probably either well, basically in the expansion. That's probably stuff where they may make it to where it's not just the a curse. Like, it's a- the best classes in the Mythic Plus are just like so much better, like. I think the difference between like a BM hunter and like a a what an arms warrior is disgusting. It's such a huge gap. It's I think it was not very balanced very well. It still isn't balanced very well. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the main thing with these are also I mean, even though they say it doesn't really matter right now, but they're going to get a lot of data of how it currently is. And I think that's going to actually play into how it looks like it's su- going to be scaling. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw like a zone wide in five if Mythic Plus dungeons like this class is nerfed by twenty percent. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and personally, like if everything's scaled and balanced for raids, which is like you know when all the classes come together to at the highest level, I think that would be perfectly fine if they do tuning specific to a dungeon or specific to another area. I think that would be perfectly fine to me, but. You know, some people won't be pretty happy like the rest of Druids, you know, just because of how strong they'll be in the in the mythic uh, mythic dungeons. But yeah, uh, a lot of the changes to the tuning has made Mythic Plus like really like 
it's hard to take it seriously as an endgame when only very few classes are viable at plus 15, which is the yeah. endgame everyone wants to get to. Yep, that's part of the problem. Yeah, but we, I mean, again, one of those things we'll have to wait and see on the ch- the tuning changes. I mean, they're, yeah. I think they even did some today, um, but they're doing them basically every day up until launch. Yeah, um, um, at least like in my experience and just like raid testing and stuff, like I'm not seeing massive, massive differences between classes, right? In at least in like certain parts of content, but like you see those problems super exacerbated in Mythic Plus. Interesting. Yeah, like, if, if they wanted to balance druids, they would have to put iron bark on the same cooldown as every other cooldown, so it isn't just like disgusting. So, so that'd be like a two minute cooldown. At least a two minute, yeah. Like the or fact it can be talented to a one minute too. cooldown is just making yeah. it so much better than every other class. That's it's, it's one of those things that hopefully they'll take into account and. Uh, but then we'll also have to see how it is with uh, everything going forward with the the, the the tuning changes that are happening or mm-hmm. even spell changes. Because it would not surprise me if they change a spell here or there. And maybe that might be one. Though, one last point of Mythic Plus and we can move on. The thing is, is that like even if uh, your class is, sub, is subpar, you can always off-spec to your correct class. And in Monk's case, you can spec Windwalker and they're very, very, very good in Mythic Plus. But there's also the other thing is that people want to do low-level keys of you. Because one, you can very easily, like, three chests. I'll explain what three chests is. If you clear Mythic Plus in, like, really fast, you get three chests of gear, and it drops a a lot of artifact power. And I mean a lot of artifact power. (laughs) So you want to farm plus, uh, you want to farm three chests as much as possible, so people will do, like, plus twos. You have a very good reason to do that. One, it's very fast, and it's a very good source of artifact power. So even if you're like a subpar class, people will go with you to to Mythic Plus, and you will get gear. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is, Mysterious aren't subpar, so that makes it even better. <laughs> and if you wanted to go to plus fifteen, you can go on a Windwalker. Like Windwalker is really easy to play. It doesn't matter and- if the class is like bad at plus fifteen at like eight sixty eye level, because you can do plus fifteen at probably eight eighty eye level. It just matters what eye level you can do it at. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of these issues being um, more pronounced early, right? Like, Mm -hmm. before people have a lot of the gear. But as the expansion drives on, you'll see it more and more prevalent for other uh, classes. I mean, the issue is purely the same issue we've had with challenge modes forever and, you know, uh, early stuff where Rest of Joys just had a good kit. Uh, Even, I think, I don't know if, was it Rest of Challenge that also had a pretty good kit for it? They had a good kit before Bloodlust got nerfed. Point. Um. Yeah, Bloodlust was the biggest reason why they were really good contenders. Now they don't have that. They're completely relying on, like, if you can ank totem something, and that's not really that common. So they lost a lot of what they were good at. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, but basically Mythic Plus is, it's, it's super doable. It just might be a little bit more challenging. But, I mean, that's, that's something... Us as Miss Weavers, we're, we're used to that. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be WAD challenge modes. Could, exactly. It could be that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of things could be wad, which is unfortunately turning into this uh, letdown expansion. But I mean, it just definitely it, it had that feeling, and I think everybody kind of saw it. You know, that it just had that really bad feeling as far as like midway through the expansion. Uh, hey, they yeah, nice we, enough to give us extend life, so that's something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So now we'll get into uh, the changes. So you know what's gone up uh, with Miss Weaver. Uh, you know, what's changed since the last time we spoke? 
Um, you already kind of mentioned it a little bit on some of the items. Um, but the main thing, I guess, to go into is that uh, Life Cocoon is basically the same, but it, it's not a hunk of junk anymore. It's Holy very good, yeah. Especially good. It's not crap now. Yeah. Uh, they did a lot of things to it. I'll explain. And then I'll take turns, actually. Like, I'll go first at Randor. Yeah, I think that will that's work fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so, that. what they did to Life Cocoon was three things. Firstly, they made a lot of the scaling and next expansion based on int. We'll have a lot more intellect, which is obviously very good for Life Cocoon. And in tandem, they up the, up the value of versatility. So, Life Cocoon is, on average, going to absorb more than it did before. Uh, secondly, they took it off the GCD, which, oh my god, it's so good. Oh, I love it, it's off the GCD now. And thirdly, they added an artifact trait that was like, it basically shits out two really good hots. Like, it shits, <laughs> out, of, shits out of renewing mist and enveloping. And what happens is if you do it on someone with like 10% HP, they instantly shoot up to, to 100% HP. So, because of those reasons and the fact that every other cooldown in the game was nerfed except Ironbark, it's one of the best tank CDs in the game right now. It's also the best active tank city in the game, I should say. Dad, and we also have an artifact trait that makes it do 15% more absorption, so. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Fixing issues one at a time. Yeah. Also, it, 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 artifact. Yeah. <laughs> but also, what about the, the healing absorption? Is that is it just because of how fast they get healed up as a result of the, the buff. It, that it, it lasts good. a while. Uh, in Mythic, Mythic tests, I've seen it last like three to four autos, which is really good. It stops all okay. damage, puts in the full, and then it will still have like a renewing miss out for yeah. our long duration renewing miss. Oh, and it procs double gusts of miss. Procs gusts of miss twice. That's really good. I forgot about that. Is that a bug or do you think that's actually... No, no, no. It's applying the two spells, which applies gusts of mist. It's sort of like, yeah. so it's really good. Oh, okay. So, well, me, but it's a... It, Gust of Mist is only supposed to be on a fuse, renewing mist, enveloping, and vivify, though. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, and it, it oh, because it's, it's two renewing because mist. it puts a renewing mist and it puts enveloping. It procs the heals on them. Okay. Yeah. So I guess then we'll go into the finally. Well, be I mean the first one is like I talk about life cocoon just because it's like that was the most odd thing when people are like praising how good it is now finally after so many years. But the other one that we're finally. Like, hands up, thank you, praising everybody, praise the sun, all that kind of stuff, is that finally the mastery has changed, and you're no longer pooping out orbs that people have to run over, but instead you uh, basically spit out a heal to uh, the primary target. Uh, it, well, I guess every time you cast something, the primary target gets a little... I mean, you mentioned that, I think, a little uh, bit. Let me be specific with it. Is that, I'm, I'm so of... I'm, I'm on beta right now, so I can just read it. Um, the mastery is now a passive thing called Gust Mist. So when you effuse Renewing Mist, Enveloping Mist, and Vivify, you cause a gust of healing mists, instantly healing the primary target uh, for a certain amount. Uh, on beta, I currently have 292% mastery, so I have an extra uh, 91,362 heal that gets applied instantly whenever I cast any of those spells. Um, which, as you might guess, is ridiculous. Um, it scales really well, too. Um, at least in my experience. Um, you know, before they cut back on how much mastery you got from food and enchants and stuff, you know, I, it wasn't uncommon for me to get mastery heals that healed for, like... 120, 130,000 on top of another like 90 to 100,000. So it was effectively doubling the healing I was doing uh, on those spells. Um, you can still get your mastery up to those levels. It's just a little bit more difficult without like gear. Whereas before it was like, oh, 
I have no gear, but I'm still getting crazy mastery heals. Um, but it, it's a really, really solid mastery. I have a bit of like I have personally have a bit of a like tumultuous history with that mastery. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say tumultuous. I'd say that it's a bit like annoying and a bit. It's more Time. depressing. I feel like they've taken the wrong or like I think they went down the wrong route with the spill. Um or the kind how they tuned it rather. Um kind of previously like I think it was like a week after we had our last podcast, it was discovered that if you stack mastery and if you st- spam infuse, wow, you're just an insane healer. Yep. And infuse spam of mastery stacking was the way to play Mistweaver for about a month and a half and not a lot of people liked that for some reason. I actually thought it was really good gameplay. Like I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Well, I thought it was like okay with double mastery proccing. Oh yeah, that happened as well. EF procs double mastery. Which <laughs> what, Well, push. we'll get to that here in a bit whenever we talk about Essence Swap, though. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like how they've done the mastery tuning. Uh I feel like it could be tuned a bit higher right now, but I feel like it's really hard for them to do that because one they have to rebalance Mistweaver simultaneously. Yeah. But as it stands right now, it's 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 not the best stat, but at least if you put points into it, your healing increases. And I know that's a scary concept because every other class has a thing where if you put points in your mastery, you do more damage and healing. But for some reason, Mistweaver and Windwalker didn't have that before. But now we have a mastery. That's great. <laughs> I know it's it's great. Yeah. It's it's finally see like oh wait, I want mastery. Like this is it's really strange like today. It was when, scary. Was, when Master used to be Mystery yeah. Best Stat, it was really confusing. It's like for, <laughs> at all points in time I was trained to not like Mastery, but now right? it's it my best stat. What I, is going Celestial on? Celestial uh, uh fault. That's what he it's his fault. That's what it is. Yeah, it was like it was it was one of those moments where whenever I first started testing a beta, I was like, wait, 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 I don't have to get rid of mastery gear. What the heck? This is ridiculous. Because <laughs> um, the cool thing is it's like even if there's mastery on the gear, right? It's not automatically an awful thing, which is the most important thing, if you ask me. And I think that's one of the things... with the stat comes with high-end scaling and how different factors factor in. Right now, it's like... It's like ever so slightly worse than crit, which I think is fine. I don't think it's fine, but it's whatever. It doesn't really matter that much. Like, you'll, never, you'll never hit a situation where you're going to have all of the sets perfectly balanced, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The so, fact that they're so close right now in like our uh, theorycraft and stuff, like the fact that you can look at those stats and be like, yeah, like, like if I get a gear, if I get gear that doesn't exactly have that, like it, it's going to be okay, um, which is unheard of for Mistweavers, because before it was like, oh, that has mastery on it. Time to nuke it. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Like I said, it's a scary concept when your mastery actually increases your output. It's just, it's weird. It, 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 it changes your, it increases your output and it gives you interesting gameplay, which is the weird thing. Oh, I mean, interesting is... Interesting is in the same way that uh, I would say that extend life works right now, right? And that you get to cast a spell and then you can like go and put a big heal on someone, which mm-hmm. is interesting, at least for me. Um, so I think we should probably get an extend life now. You want to do this one, Southwest? We have extend life in Legion. Yeah, oh, you mean so uh, double ma- Yeah, the yeah, yeah, double yeah, mastery. Yeah. It, it functions the same way. My bad. Yeah. I'm kind of fried today. They did a change 
late into beta to make Essence, because Essence Vine had a problem with, why would I ever want to cast a spell? That was the biggest problem that I'd have design-wise, that sure, it did a lot of healing, but then I could just stack Mastery and spam Vivify, which eventually did outscale Essence Vine, and also had the practical vet benefit of Vivify scales well into every damage pattern, where Essence Vine was... Explain what those spells are. Oh, Vivify is a three-target cleave. Uh, it's basically uplift with, with three targets. Uh, it only procs Gust of Mist on the first target, um, but Essence Font is a spell where it's basically like spinning crane kick, old spinning crane kick, where you channel it, it shoots a bunch of bolts everywhere, and it puts a hot. The important thing is that it does a lot of healing and it puts a hot on the target, and that hot, it doesn't do a lot of healing, but its main benefit is that it allows you to proc your mastery twice on the target. So if you press infuse on the target, you'll do infuse healing, then mastery twice. So the gameplay that is there is that you can you try to mid-max how many casts you can get under it in a burst phase. And that's where if you're stacking mastery, and that's where a lot of the output for when your mastery stacking comes from. Uh I think it's good gameplay. I think it's a more interesting what they were trying to do with EF, which was make RJW plus EF a thing, which I thought it was terrible gameplay. Yeah, it was it was to use one of those uh buzzwords, it was clunky. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was such an awkward mechanic where they they wanted Essence Font to be like good in like five target. It is good in five man's so like I used Essence Font a I wouldn't say a lot, but I used it in five man's. It's good enough when you, you can you can like quickly cast Essence Font and then start double proccing mastery, which I think is good gameplay. And mastery is a really good set in five man for that reason. But uh, what it is right now is I like it, but I think I think with how they've tuned like those mastery proccing spells, I think the gameplay could be pushed a bit further. Like if you wanted to, I, I thought that what I'm trying to say is I like the gameplay. What it was previously early in beta is that you press essence font and then you just chain cast infused into every one of your targets with a lot of mastery, and that was a lot of healing. I didn't mind that gameplay, but Miss might have a, a comment on like that gameplay. Um, I don't. I I didn't like it particularly because I have not been a big fan of a fuse in general. Like, uh, mainly because of the type of gameplay that I've been doing on beta focuses around a lot of DPS. So when you're DPSing a lot, you don't use a lot of a fuse. Um, Unless you're, so, you know, you really need we're to. We're going to really don't really use Infuse that much right now anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, but... I wanted to jump in just in case people are like, a Fuse, if, you, if you're not familiar, oh. it's basically like reskin Surging Mist. So that's, yeah. I, I, I did jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure I forgot because, about that. Like, oh, a Fuse, uh, a Fuse, and people are like, oh, um, what's this new spell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of the cool things for me, though, is like, say, um, I'll bring up Thunderfocus T real quick because that was changed, um, but it feeds directly into the Essence Font gameplay. So um, Thunderfocus T n- no longer um, just you know extends uh, renewing mists, uh, jumps, and stuff. It, it's it's a weird spell now. Um, so renewing mist is also not what it used to be. Um, so renewing mist, I should explain both. So renewing mist, the way it works now is uh, you can only cast it on one target um, normally, um, and it only jumps if it heals that target at max health. Um, Thunder Focus T, what that does is it allows you to cast. Uh, it, it alters your spells. So for Effuse, Thunder Focus T makes it do... Uh, ah, words. Words are hard. Uh, it makes it do... 
200% more healing. Uh, Enveloping Mist, it makes Enveloping Mist instant cast. Uh, Essence Font, it lets you move while casting. Uh, Vivify, um, it makes it free. And then again, Renewing Mist, it lets you cast it twice. Um, so one of the interesting facets of gameplay for me um, is where that comment I made earlier about Extend Life comes in, where like you can hit... Uh, you can hit Essence Font while, you know, heavy damage is going out and you can hit a Thunder Focus T and then, you know, knock out two Renewing Mists and, you know, put it on two people, Master Heal them. Um, and then, you know, you can go into your Vivifies and so on. Um, so it just, it, it, provide, it provides an interesting way to do focused uh, raid healing while also um, doing, like, wide raid healing, um, which is why I really like the spell in general. So a lot of my playstyle has been around that. Um, which is viable. There's the weird thing that we're going to get into here in a bit is there are actually multiple ways to play now that are all viable, um, and not all of them play the same way that I've been playing. So. I think as if I'm what Miss is talking about, that playstyle scales well into some damage patterns and scales poorly into damage patterns where like you only really want to... like. If you, uh, you only really want to impress Essence Vault Life once and then go back to like DPSing or go back to Soothing Channeling, which is where like crits becomes a little bit better. Mm -hmm. uh, but it depends on the damage pattern because you're basically, if you're stacking Master, you're saying to yourself, I want to focus my output on this spell. And if you're stacking Crit, you want to just focus more on doing more total HPS or slightly more, but you want to focus on like Master Rate healing. Mm -hmm. So. Mm, it, it, it's it's interesting in that there we're we're in the weird world of Legion where like we have options. So, well, I think the main thing though, f as far as the Thunder Focus T is concerned, is that you basically want to use it on cooldown, obviously. But I could also mm -hmm. see to where you may want to save it for a movement and having to heal with Essence Font. I think that's probably yeah, where it, it would be the best option. It also there. depends on the talents you're taking, because our uh, level 100 tier uh, has has some uh, talents that fundamentally change how you use TFT. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we're doing talents in a little bit or whatever, so we'll get to that. I think there was that. something else I wanted to like, cover. Yeah. We have like one more spell we haven't spoke. Oh, Enveloping Mist in a Raid City. Uh, there's a place ah. solved right now that's, I guess that's more talent-based, but there's a good thing to notice when they, Melpy Mist is usable in a raid setting, it's very good on certain damage patterns. It's like really, really, really good on certain damage patterns. Like heavy tank damage and very, very specific single target damage output, it's just, it's a really, just like, really, really good spell. Like It's not wrong. Yeah, I've seen some playstyles where it does like, 600k healing in one cast, and it just amps your healing by, like, 40... That's with a talent, but... Well, I guess we'll go into talents now, I guess. Whatever. I mean, we... I think we covered the main spell changes. Uh, I guess we should at least only, clarify... Like, the only, like, right? Sorry, there's only, like, one bad spell right now, and I think that's <laughs> Effuse, but I think that's because Effuse is a victim of a really bad nerf bat, and it was mm -hmm. double nerf, so it's just a bad... It's kind of just, like, a bad spell. It's kind of mm -hmm. just, like... Why would I want to spend mana on this when I can just spend mana on other better spells, you know? Yep. It's like, it's not even that good of a Soothing Mist starter as well, because it's like, the mana cost is so overtuned and the output is so low that you can just save the mana and then just proc your Soothing with a spell that costs more mana and does more output. Mm. But, yeah, I guess we can go on. Oh, I forgot, forgot Shaylunes. 
gift, the artifact spell. Yeah, yeah. That one's an it's interesting spell. I, I can I mean, artifacts we can get into. Like, we can get into that later because that's going to be more of changes. I, I'll, I'll sum up Shaylin's gift real quick in five words. Press it at twelve stacks. There you go. <laughs> it's a giant heal. That's all. It's really boring. Yeah, it's really dull and not interesting <laughs> at all. But want to go into talents, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the I think the main one for me, at least, in all of this is the removal of the, like, the speed stuff, right? I mean, uh, actually, no, never mind, it is there. But you have to choose Chi Torpedo in the same tier as Celerity and Tiger's Lust. Well, I mean, Chi Torpedo, as what it was, doesn't exist anymore, so... Like, it's a different, it's an entirely different spell, right? So, uh, basically, Chi Torpedo It's basically what uh, Momentum was. Yeah, it's Momentum, it just looks cooler. Yeah. I just don't mind Chi Torpedo. Right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Cheat Torpedo. It's just like like Cheat Torpedo in Legion is not Cheat Torpedo in Warlords. That's all. Yeah, so they just they, they reskinned momentum. Yeah, they just buffed momentum. I mean, it's the same as momentum, but you roll trebles a bit further, so it's like a slide buff. It's it's yep. better for what they were trying to make momentum wanting to do. So, and you keep the cool animation. So yeah, I like I like the Cheat Torpedo animation. Yeah. So I guess for the the first tier, uh. You know, Chi Burst, Zen Pulse, which is the the crappy one, right? Uh, it's I like. Well, I guess we'll come to that. And there's Mistwalk. Ugh. Uh, I think you mean Mistwalk is the most popular leveling talent. Sublift. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I um, think it's like Mistwalk supporter. Like I like the mobility <laughs> aspect, and that doesn't mean the spell has to heal for dog shit. I'm it reminds sorry. me of like an Overwatch spell. Like, I think of that would be good in Overwatch, right? It, you leave at the person, heal them. I mean, that's basically what it does. You dash towards them and then you heal them for... It's like, if you tell that talent, you're basically getting a second mobility talent. The healing it does is dreadful. It's really bad. The Like, the, the main thing I could see Mistwalk being great for in, say, PvE is, uh, like, maybe you have a, an encounter where you have to move... Like real fast, or you have to kite something, or it, you know things like that. The simple I gave was Margok. Like if you were yeah. if you were running out the like the mechanic in phase three, Golven would know he's a windwalker. Like wind, that was the windwalkers. That was <laughs> the windwalkers. I always got that during that boss. Feels uh, <laughs> But basically, it was like the mark of chaos. I don't remember what it's called, but it was like an yeah. orb. And the last phase, you have to shoot it out. And Mistweavers can do that, and they can just Mistwalk back in and do the healing again. That's mm-hmm. what. I think its place is. It's a very niche spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might as well be in the like the like the mobility tier then. Like I don't get it. Uh, yeah. It, but what would it replace? But it heals though, and I think that's what yeah. it is. Like the the, the mobility tier is they much. none of them heal, and so what they want to do is have it to where you know you because it seems like they want you to if you're gonna take Mistwalk for the mobility of it. You are going to leave cheapers behind for the healing they, component. They want you to use it as a heal, but the problem is it just doesn't do healing. It does as much healing as an infuse of low mastery levels. Like, I just don't. It's maybe, a single target spell. It. Why doesn't it proc Gust of Mist? I don't understand, yeah. Blizzard. <laughs> well, I think also what they don't want to do is turn into a mandatory talent. Where yeah. proc, the thing is, even if it proc Gust of Mist, it'd still be like horrible compared to cheapers. Like, yeah, they, like. The thing about Mistwalk is that because of the fact that it's just a single target heal and it's competing against Chi Burst, um, like even if it for some reason did 
a solid amount of healing, you still would be like, yeah, but I'd be dumb to pull that over like Cheeburst unless I really needed it, right? The thing is, it's also competing against a single target spell. The other spell yeah. on Zen Pulse is a single target spell, and Zen Pulse is a lot better as a single target spell. Because oh. it scales well into like really high damage patterns as well. Or a high amount of mobs, like the best example was Scorpion. It's really good for tanking. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I didn't even be, think, I think about it's like using best, it on that. Yeah, I think it's like the best choice on Scorpion because you're already putting up enveloping. The thing is with Zen Pulse is what I did. You might as well consider it like if you're going to consider the talent, you might as well add plus thirty percent or plus forty percent output from your amp because you're going to generally cast it on the tanks. And it's a really good tool for tank healing. I mean, it's a low yeah. cooldown, so it's very mana efficient. It has a place. But, like it's, a, it's a good talent. Yeah. The problem I is, mean, is that Cheebrose is just too good. Yeah. And Cheebrose, they randomly buffed it. Like, what? Yeah, like, basically, the the tier 15 is sharing the problem that every talent that has been against Cheebrose since it came out is facing, where Cheebrose functionally and healing-wise is just too good. Like, having a 30-second... Uh, short cast, forty yard range. Uh, There's also like giant AOE heal slash damage. Like it's just really strong because There's you can just like throw bugs. it at crap. There's also been the bug since Chibros has been a thing where it resets its like diminishing return, so it hits yeah. more targets than intended. Yep. So if you like, uh, if you press it, say you have like two groups, right? You you like cast it, it hits the first group and it diminishes it's going to travel stop diminishing hit the second group for full amount so i've like, actually seen logs in legion where it's been the top healing spell like cheaper yeah, i have i have too like i've had i mean uh i don't have the logs directly at hand but i've had logs where my cheaper did way more healing than i thought it would and it was yeah. like up there with Couple everything of else, like 10 percent right? of your output like you'd be mad not to take cheaper is what we're exactly. trying to say yeah basically like the other thing is, there will definitely be those niche moments where Mistwalk and Zen Pulse come in handy, but like your general go to will so most likely be because Mistwalk or Cheebrus is so good. Like you miss out on so much is, healing. And I, this might just be me, but like Cheebrus feels like an integral part of the kit, right? Like yeah, it does. not it's... having Cheebrus sucks. Just just not having that sucks. So like I never want to not have it because I feel like I'm playing an empty class with that. I love that spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. Now that kind of goes on to the next one, which is going to be, I mean, not next, uh, just basically next talent uh, area, which is the f- level 45 ones, and that's life cycles, <laughs> which is like the mandatory it looks like, but then there's also uh, Spirit of the Crane, if you remember uh, this one. Is it, is it mandatory? It depends what you want to do. Okay, like, this is this is this has been our life since pre-patch. So let's let's <laughs> have this chat. It's good in pre-patch, but I don't think oh, it's yeah. as good as one ten. Okay. No. Um. Okay. So actually, you've probably argued about this the most, but I'll talk about Spirit of the Kite when we talk about other stuff. So you start with life cycles and miswrap and stuff. All right. So life cycles is the the best way I've explained it to people is that. The thing is with life cycles, it looks like it's the most mana efficient talent, but it's not really. It's it's a good like what its what its purpose is is that like it wants you to use Vivify a bit more, and those spells are like really mana inefficient to like go enveloping mist and Vivify spam. That's why it's a mana reduction rather than a healing increase, like Mistwalk or Mistwrap is. So it's more of like a I want to, like, cleave heal on this encounter. Like, I want to tank heal, but I also want to group heal, kinda. That's what its kind of purpose is. 
it's okay for that, but its gameplay is pretty bad. I mean, if you take that talent, you feel really punished if you're not doing the rotation. Because it's such a large mana reduction, like 20% when your spells cost like an ass ton, like Mistweaver spells do. So, yeah. I think the more interesting talent of the row is Mistrap, and I actually am a big advocate for that talent, because I think it's like hidden like really good, really, really situationally great. Yeah. Uh, it's more of like, well, Mistrap is the more like group healy talent, the more like, I want to heal like three to four people, kind of focus my output. This is the like, I want to like, I want to like do really, really strong focused output, and then have my extra mana be dumped on Essence Font, or... Rather, my extra mana be dumped on really powerful enveloping mists, and I really like that talent. And did you explicitly state what Mistrap was? Oh, Mistrap is you add one second to enveloping mist, so it lasts seven seconds, and the healing amp that enveloping mist does. I should just explain. Um, previously in Miss or Wad, and I guess in Mister Pandaria, enveloping mist mist do increase Suvi mist output, but in Legion it increases all of your healing spells output. So you're upping that by ten percent. And what that main purpose is, is that it's a really good, like, tank healing... It's, a, it's the stronger tank healing option for, like... it's It does around the same HPS over a fight, but the difference is that when you cast developing, you, you do astronomically more healing to that target. Like, it's a 10% increase. It's a very to be, large... To be, to be spe- specific, it's a 10% increase from 30, so it makes it 40%. It's really good. It's a 25% it, increase, yeah. It also, it also used to increase it by 20% way back in the day. And off about that. two seconds. And I you know. can have end life cycles and mistrap. You could do so that. So if you want to do us a favor, you can lie and say that you feel like it's weak and it needs the nerf to be reverted. Like, just, just do that. Do that. <laughs> uh, thing I'll briefly mention for five mans, Mistrap is the only real choice, really, because yep. mana doesn't really mana matters on like tyrannical bosses, which mm-hmm. I want to. It's I'm not going to go into like every mechanic that it's basically to tell you what a tyrannical is. This bosses last like three minutes on Mythic Plus, so it's really good. The mana talents are better there, but the problem is is that I just lost ten percent single target output. I could just play a bit more efficiently, so. That's my brief third, note, this rap. The third, the third talent on the Spirit of the Crane is the more complicated one. Um, so what this does is it makes it so that Teachings of the Monastery causes uh, each additional blackout kick to restore 0.65 panna. And we haven't oh, got into the damage uh, portion of things, but this is a good part to do it because we're dealing with the talent. So uh, in Legion, uh, our DPS is a little different. So um, we have a spell or a passive called Teachings of the Monastery, which makes it so that Tiger Palm makes your next uh, blackout kick hit an extra time, stacking up to three. So um, it also makes it such that uh, blackout kick has a 15% chance to reset the remaining cooldown on Rising Sun Kick. Um, so what the spell does is it's it's a spell you use or it's a talent that you use when you're playing I mean a DPS heavy rotation usually um because it's uh basically active mana regen right um that we've like begged for for years uh and they somehow decided to give it to us now um so it makes it makes it so that when you're DPSing uh you can Tiger Palm three times, Black Hawk Kick, get mana back. Um, so dump mana, get it back through DPS. It's a really interesting uh, play It's not also as black as white as that, because... Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot more complicated. It's, the other thing the is that 
The other thing is, is that while it has direct synergy with the level 100 talent, you don't actually have to take that level 100 talent to yeah. use Spirit of the Crane. The thing is with no. Spirit of the Crane, it's actually the best talent for if you want to be like a heavy raid healer where you want to spam Essence Vault. Because mm -hmm. the other two talents don't actually do that. They don't help you. They if you're doing the life cycles rotation, you're not saving mana so you can cast Essence Vault. You're using you're using that the mana sustained from that is helping you cast Enveloping Mist and Vivify. Whereas Spear of the Crane is directly directly increasing your Essence Vault output. Yeah. Is the best talent uh, for that. Yeah, it's 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 a. I mean, we hadn't gotten to the level 100 stuff, uh, so I'm just saying, like in general, like when you're gonna be using Spirit of the Crane, like even if you know you're boosting your Essence Vault, you're not using the specific talent you're mentioning, um, you're still gonna be TPSing heavily to get that mana back. Um, yeah. So even if it's only a rotation of Tire Palm and Black Hole Kick, uh, so it's it's for those of you who are like, I love Mistweaver because I punch things in the face. Like that's the talent you're gonna love. Um, <laughs> it's 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 why whenever Legion came, like whenever the Legion news about Mistweaver broke, and they were like, by the way, remember all that class fantasy stuff you loved about being a DPS healer? Bye. And then we got mad at them, so they reverted it. Um, <laughs> and this is one of the ways they did that. But the one thing, though, that I have to ask is, which is, you know, basically what they've done as well, is if you're in melee range, you're going to be targeted by range spells. No, 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 no. Okay. I want to explain this because this is very important. There's actually yes. evidence to suggest that nothing was actually changed at all. <laughs> they just said it? Just to they, they just said it? But they didn't actually do anything. Like, they just yeah. made it... And this is something I've just noticed in raid testing where um, mechanics are designed so far in raiding such that like they can basically impact everyone right in different ways so like you like in melee i haven't noticed a ton of mechanics that like mess with melee in ways that they don't mess with ranged um so yeah. it might just be a facet of better fight design um but misweavers aren't super penalized for being in melee we Ain't thought it? it would be the case but like once we got in there we started testing it we're like oh well it's not really doing well, the anything thing is, is that like Sweeper does have an, an immunity, but the thing is, is that what I'm trying to say is that that immunity is basically the same as what we had in Wad. Yeah. Like they didn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, it's just that you'll I mean, be targeted by like range stuff probably more often than previously. I mean, sometimes you get targeted by range stuff, but like so does the other melee. melee right? Also, get like if yeah. you're a melee DPS, you'll get targeted. Like when I use someone used, for example, in the first boss, you know, the rot mechanic where she like puts a debuff and you have to run out. Melee also get that. So I think it. Yeah. I think that what they were trying to say is that they're going to target melee with more mechanics. I, I don't yeah, know maybe. It's outside of like having to move with the boss. Most of the time at Wad, melee really didn't have to do anything, to be honest. And I've noticed a lot more instances of melee actually having to care about what the fight's doing yeah. in Legion. So uh, I think this was just, I think that was a really bad way of them saying, like, we're just going to design fights better. Um <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I think the main thing one of the people were figuring because also when I think it's in Holy Paladins have to be melee too to reach. Holy Paladins also have the same immunity as we do now. They have the exact yeah. same um, immunity. Yeah, so like I think I think I think it's an interesting It's just a bad choice of words that they used at the time yeah, when they well, described and, it. And I think the other thing with it though was like whenever they said it, they were also planning on taking away our DPS. Like they had completely removed Crane Sense. They hadn't added any of the DPS talents yet. So when they said it, they hadn't kind of gone back on their word yet. Um, so like, I don't think many of us tested raids before those changes were reverted. I don't think raids were being tested at all at the point. Um, so I basically, 
if you've been playing Mistweaver since Mist of Pandaria came out, nothing's really changed. You can well, still, slightly change. you can still the play the same way. You can still play the same way you've been playing, and you're still going to... I mean, you're going to have to deal with mechanics, but I mean, you're waiting. Of course you have to deal with mechanics. Yeah. The thing is that like, Mistweaver has... Like, like a really good like if you have to go out of melee like whatever you have like a ton of mobility it's more of like a yeah. holy paladin thing where they, they don't really have that much mobility like no. if you have to go drop a debuff in like africa real quick that's not really like a big deal for mystery you can just drop a transcendence and transcendence back in like yeah. they have the tools to deal with that and they have a good like you can just range shield like you can run out you can prop tft essence font while you run out you can do whatever like you can tft you can save a tft for renewing mists whatever that's it has a lot of things you can do on the move, and it has a lot of mobility to get back into melee really fast. But I don't think yeah. it's it's like if you're worried that you're gonna cause wipes, it's probably not gonna happen. Like, and if any of your raid leaders like haven't listened to this podcast and think that's the case, you can just like direct them to us and yell at them. Like that's how that works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stop being in melee range, Ms. Weavers. Get at range. <laughs> and they're wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's really good that, you know, fist weaving is going that direction. Um, uh, because I think that was the main caveat about fist weaving was that, oh, I, wait, I'm damaging, but then I have to be at range. Mm -hmm. They were yeah, trying to make us turn us into like Emperor from like Star Wars. It, where it was. The chain just, but then, was, but they did that for all the classes, I think, though, too, right? I think they've changed up a lot of classes, how they actively regen yeah. uh, mana. So, um, really, really good to hear that. And then. Uh, it'll also push us into the last three talents to talk about. Uh, first one being, it looks a uh, healing elixirs change. It's now a two charger, 15% of your max health and automatically triggers at 35. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I like, like, yeah, I yeah. actually like the talent. I actually didn't realize that they had changed healing elixir that way until like two weeks ago. It's actually <laughs> like a pretty good talent. It kind of replaces yeah. expel harm. Like, but it's, mm -hmm. you can, it's like mystery race have a problem before where like, if you didn't have like a fuse for diffuse or dampen, you just didn't have a talent most of the time because not every fight like bursts you. But this fight, this talent's like, I can just kind of just like worry, not worry about myself. If I take damage, I'll just press healing elixir during my spell cast, and I'll get healed. Like, yep. it's a nice talent where you can like not think about yourself as much. This is what old expel harm back in Mr. Pandora used to do when he used to like heal for like a health pot. That's yeah, why I never used to glyph nice. it because I would mm -hmm. just expel harm myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's the main thing, too, that, you know, nowhere expel harm. This is like you said, this basically change. It takes the position of expel harm on your button. So you can just use it, put it in the same hotkey if you want to and just use that instead. Um, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. it's also but it'll probably also really be dependent on the raid encounter, mainly for raiding. If diffuse or dampen harm just becomes a lot better because, you know, you have to soak. Dampen thing harm is pretty bad, but diffuse is still pretty good. Like well, yeah, dampen only, is pretty meh. But yeah, because it only. Uh, it only reduces uh, by 30% instead of 50. So it wasn't doing a flat cut in half. And, and it, it still needs you to take, you know, 15% or more of your max health. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty meh talent, but Diffuse is still... I, I've yeah. used Diffuse and I've used Healing Elixirs mostly. Like Diffuse is pretty well, also, good on, like, high boss. Well, it's also Diffuse example. is 60%, not 90. Now, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's the main thing that I noticed from a lot of the changes is that they basically gutted out the, oh, have a monk soak it. Well. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's like now um, it's just... It makes healing links are just more of like, and also like the one thing too is if you're in a five man, uh, you know, or mythic dungeon, it's like gonna be hard. It'd be better pressed to use a healing elixir on yourself than to waste a spell cooldown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I used to do a lot. 
definitely but, one of those situations where it's just it depth and harm is situationally good you know diffuse is going to be good whenever you have a situation where you know you're going to be taking intense magic damage and you need it and then healing elixir is just like a really good general talent to have yeah yeah and then uh we'll jump into uh the next one which is uh refreshing jade win now it's no longer that's the skull larger w uh, refreshing, refreshing jade refreshing it's refreshing it has a refreshing scent around it, it refreshes you uh which is, i'm gonna ban anyone I mean, that says refreshing jade wind it's rushing jade wind sorry yeah it's like, refreshing here now like so in discord like if we catch you like saying refreshing jade win like you're just getting kicked well, I want to say that I'll just say I feel refreshed. There must be a wind about or something like that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically it's RJW, um, but it also does increase the um, active healing of, uh, or I mean, the healing of essence font while it's up. So that's what we were talking about a little earlier. Yes. Um, people are using it to like double up, but you know, it's five percent of the base mana. It's a six second cooldown. Um, I mean, I could still see where this will be a good. T- like, I'm thinking well, of like Thoth. Like, so it's like, like the problem is this is too expensive. That's this problem. Like, so, so, so to put this into perspective, um, on beta right now, um, max man is like what 1.1 million or something. Like, that's what we're at. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Um, and then we have uh, essence font costs. 88,000 mana and Russian Jade, Jade Wind costs 55,000 mana. So, you know, you're using Russian Jade Wind if you want to boost uh, Essence Font, you have to spend 55,000 extra mana to use it uh, on top of it, which, with how much healing Essence Font does as it stands, seems like overkill to me for the amount of mana that you spend. And, you know, Refreshing Jade when uh, is, uh, it's it's small localized healing on you versus, you know, ranged healing. With- I guess I forgot what made Roger W really good in, like, Mr. Pandora was. It was good because it was a Chi generator that did a lot of healing, but now that we don't have Chi, yeah. kind of have better spells to press that are more efficient. Like, why not just, like, cast Ye- EF again and not spend <laughs> well, this? Well, yeah, so... What the other, another thing that made RGW really good was that it was it removed the channeling requirement on spinning crane kick right, so you could just yeah. keep healing while it was going. So what confused me was it separated uh, RGW from spinning crane kick, so spinning crane kick's just purely AOE damage now, right? Um, so <sighs> rushing rushing win now is it's a redundant spell. Um, I think I think it's almost always worthless at this point. Um, it's like it has niche if you get innervated, I guess. Yeah, but if you get innervated, so like yeah. you have to like do favors for your druids if you want to do it. Um, but I I don't see myself taking that spell almost it's too ever. Expensive, even it. under manatee, it's like what just kind of spells, what would have made it what would have made it you know better is if it did to essence font what it did to spinning crane kick right. Um, where it just made it so that you don't have to channel uh, Essence Font for whatever reason. But then yeah. we'd have the situation where it might be mandatory. So, like, it's just, it's it's yeah, not the, as good as it used to be, especially considering what it's competing against. The other problem with the spell is, is that, like, it's not even, like, benefiting, like, half the output of Essence Font. Like, if you have a lot of mastery, a lot of the output's going to come from the hot, like, 
it's not going to really affect the heart because the heart lasts like a long period of time after RGW ends. And it's not going to affect the double mastery procs or the mastery procs no. of EF. So it's like missing like a lot of the output it could be benefiting. It's just like... It's just such and a I mean, really... like, because of the fact that it's what small localized healer, right? You know, that's a role that's also filled by other spells. It's yeah. filled by cheapest. It's filled by Essence Font itself. You know, it's Vivify. Just... Like other spells do what Rushing Jade Wind does. It's just it, it's it's redundant. You know, it's it it may be good at some point in the future, but I I wouldn't recommend taking it personally yeah, it's... unless it changes. If you get to, if you have like multiple innervates, it's probably okay. But I think the other talent is also. But it also leads to like really weird gameplay, right? Where like yeah. you're having to make sure you pop uh, RJW before you hit Essence Fun. So like it's adding an extra button press. Uh, it's restrictive as well. It, it's really restrictive. So like it, it's just I don't think it's good gameplay. Maybe there are people out there that like it. You know they. But I I I wouldn't personally recommend it. And I think like I said, it's competing against probably the strongest spell we've gotten in a really long time. Yeah. Which is spoiler alert, our second three-minute cooldown that we've been asking for mm-hmm. for years. Basically, the Zwen of the Mistweaver now, Goes. The, which is Chiji, uh, the Red Crane. Yeah. He, uh, oh, no, I got some questions. Chiji's my boy. Does he, does he, he, does he follow fast. you around, too, when you cast it, or is it in one spot? How do you mean? Was he's basically your... he's basically Sonic the Crane, so you <laughs> pop... You pop GG and he just zooms all over the place. Oh, okay, that's what, that's what I meant because I was I haven't I haven't seen it in action. I've been mainly focusing. Yeah. One so basically, the way it works is it's a three minute cooldown, um, lasts for forty five seconds. You pop it, GG pops up. He starts going real fast all over the place, single target healing everyone nearby, except like he travels. So like you can pop it and he'll heal someone within like his uh, his range. His, I think he go like runs out forty yards, and then like he'll see someone like forty yards away from that person, and then all of a sudden he's just out in like Africa, and you have no idea where he went. Like he's just he's a wild spell, but he's great because he does so much healing. So like he does single target heals on people, um, but I I think it, I think it's some level of smart healing, isn't it, Subluff? Like I I'm not uh, quite sure how the tech works on it. He. I think he just he picks what he does is when he finishes his cast he just picks three people and then he jumps to them. I think that's that's uh, all he does. So, I yeah, but I don't think I've ever seen him heal someone who wasn't at least like damaged, right? Yeah, so. he picks he picks on uh, damaged targets, but I don't think it's like a smart heal. I think he just hits people. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, what I meant by smart healing in this case is like what smart healing is now, right? Where like if people are damaged, it goes to the damaged people. Like it doesn't pick lowest target; it just picks someone who got hit. And he scales really well, so which makes things weird. You can talk about the scaling stuff though, because you know more about the net than I do. Oh, um, they did recently that previously he didn't scale off haste. Now he does, so it does around the same healing as it did. It does slightly more than what it did before, but now he casts like really fast. Like now he, I popped it. I have like fifty percent haste, and in War Spear I popped it, and he just like teleported all around the place. It's really funny <laughs> to look at, and he's not like. It's not like other spells where he's like hidden. Everyone can see GG and everyone can see him like teleport around. The <laughs> he's such a fun spell. I love it. I don't like um, that he like randomly bugs, but hopefully they fix all the like, random little there, bugs. There, but, there's some little random bugs on uh, with our spells that uh, I could yell about for about an hour. So we're not going to get into that. 
but yeah, it's a great spell. And then the third spell on that is uh, our good old friend Summon Jade Serpent Statue. That is now a talent. Or Summon Jade Serpent, never going to be used ever. Uh, it's, it's, it's useful in five men sometimes. Uh, I, mean, I wouldn't use it in five well, men. Okay, <laughs> I I found it useful in five men at times. I wouldn't use it in Mythic Plus because I think GG is a bit too good with Horn of Valor. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, but that's that's a situational. You need Horn of Valor for him to be insane. Um, but yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully you have a Horn of Valor if you're doing Mythic Plus. But his yeah. main purpose, I hopefully think, is like... Nerfed. Hopefully, his, I think his like place is like really good on like heavy tank. Its place is good on heavy tank healing fights. Um, what what I did when I said the Zen Pulse, you can basically add thirty percent. You can kind of sort of apply that to statue as well. It does a lot of total HPS, but the problem is it's like it's piddly. It's just like a little like like you're like tickling someone to full HP, and it does a lot of total HPS. But most of the time, you'll probably take GG because GG is like. Having a kind of having a second like raid cooldown or on use ability, which Mistweaver didn't really have, but Statue has its place. Um, I would use it a bit more if you're like the solo tank killer as well, and it mm -hmm. works really well for Mistrap in that regard. Yeah, biggest thing to notice is that you don't actually have to channel Suvi Mist for it to go; it just happens regardless. Uh, yep. But that's tier ninety. I think tier ninety is probably the most uninteresting tier. Well, that's because yeah. it's too good. Yeah, tier 100 is where things get fun. Well, I mean, our old friend Manatee's back. <laughs> Not quite. Well, I mean, but I mean, the Manatee, Manatee in name yeah. only. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's uh, basically mana cost reduced on spells for 50% for 10 seconds, which is on a 1.5 minute quarter. It's the Paladin spell, basically, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, Divine Intervention, yo. Or yeah, no, Divine Illumination. Yeah, exactly. And then Thunder Focus T now empowers your next two spells. Focus and then, Thunder. And then Rising uh, Sun Kick uh, on Rising Thunder. Yeah, that uh, uh, resets a mini cooldown on F Thunder Focus T. So basically, wherever you're at, it'll reduce it. I'm just going to say, get it out of the way. The most uninteresting one is Focus Thunder. It's the most boring one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I will. I, I think you talk to like idiot monks and you're like, yeah, well, it does okay numbers, but it's boring. Yeah. I think it's like. I think it's like only like an okay talent now. When we get to one ten, you'll see that like why would I just not take Manatee? You know, Manatee is really good. Yeah, Manatee and Rising Thunder are the big argument, uh, because they're radically different playstyles, right? Yeah. Um, Rising Thunder is gonna be the talent you take when a you really like DPS, b you like really aggressive playstyles. Uh, Manatee is a more well-rounded kind of spell right um because it's just mana reduction um i mean it allows some pretty ag aggressive play at least whenever you have it up um so it, it's we're in this like weird situation where like you look at logs of people using these talents you'll look at logs of manatee you'll look at logs at focus thunder you'll look at logs of rising thunder and like breakdowns change but like the output you're seeing monks do it pretty similar um it, it just it starts to depend on uh, what gameplay styles you enjoy. A lot of them, because I'm actually really experienced, I played a lot of Rising Thunder, and I think Mist said as well. Yeah, uh, a lot of, like, I think on average, I think Rising Thunder is, like, ever so slightly behind, but it's, like, the most, it's, like, a 3% difference. so like, fun, though. Like, a lot of it is kind of, like, Rising Thunder scales into a very specific damage pattern a lot better than other the other two specs. And that damage pattern is... 
when the damage is just high enough where people are taking damage constantly, but just low enough where it's like renewing miss, like you're healing, people are getting topped. So renewing miss jumps. And mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about like the artifact a bit more, but just a spoiler, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a trait called dancing miss, and whenever renewing miss jumps or is applied, it has a ten percent chance to split, and that every time it jumps, which you want it to jump, it's, it has a chance to split. And because you have so many renewing miss out, you have such a high chance of that happening. Yeah. So it's, you really want that to happen. Uh, but a lot, I think, a lot of the laws of Rising Thunder being behind just with it, it's because we haven't really like figured out like the best way of playing it. I don't think. Yeah. Like I, I think I think part of it is um, lack of legendaries. I think the other part is it's such a unique playstyle compared to what we're used to. Yeah, so you have a really lot of people cool. trying to optimize it, and we're not quite there yet. Yeah, I don't think no one's. I don't think no one's figured out what the best stat, like what you should do. Like, I just know you need a you need haste, but you need. I don't think going like forty percent is good, and I don't think going to like low haste is. Good. I think there's a, like a middle ground you can get to, but I... uh, we we had this long argument over semantics where um, haste benefits the playstyle extremely, like like not like super haste, but like I think we were talking about what twenty twenty one percent haste. I think like thirty percent is around what you should do right now. That's what I was thinking. Well, then you go full crit. That's what thirty percent seems like it would be with raid gear, no? Like yeah, something like it that. Seems like yeah, it would be kind of difficult to get that with early gear, at least. Um, or, like, you could probably do, like, 25, but you'd want it to, like... 25 at, like, 30, I think, is the sweet spot right now, at the moment. I tried at 40%. Least for... It felt weird, not bad. Yeah, at 30%, you just go, ooh, that's its problem. Like, yeah. And you and the other problem is you generate way too many uplifting trance procs, which we haven't explained. Can't even use them all. Um, so, so, the general gameplay... So, I, we'll talk about Rising Thunder a little bit, because I think, collectively, me and Suplif have the most experience with this talent. Um... The, the thing that makes this talent interesting is that every time you hit Rising Sun Kick, uh, Thunder Focus T resets. Um, so that means uh, with the gear that I have on beta, every 10.9 seconds you can get a, a Thunder Focus T versus every 30 seconds. Uh, and I think that... Does that number go down with haste? Yeah, it's, it scales um, if you're Rising Sun Kick cooldown, which yeah. scales with haste. Yeah, which uh, which also has you know the opportunity to reset with blackout kick. Um, so you have this situation where you hit thunder focus T, uh, and then you hit rising sun kick. You have thunder focus T again. Uh, blackout kick resets rising thunder or rising sun kick. You have another thunder focus T. So like within within like ten to fifteen seconds, you can have three thunder focus T's all of a sudden. Um, so it, it, it leads to this weird, like, interesting reactive gameplay where, like, you can have your Thunder Focus T up very often, which means you're boosting your spells constantly. Um, so, like, the general gameplay you see with uh, with Rising Thunder is you TFT to get double renewing mists out, um, and then, say, you hit Rising uh, Sun Kick and you get... Uh, the Thunder Focus T again, your renewing mist won't be up again, but you can get a free Vivify or, you know, an instant enveloping mist. Most of the time you want it to go to the Vivify because um You need it for the mana of, sustain. That's what it really yeah, needs. You, yeah, exactly. It's for mana sustain and also um something Suplex brought up was uplifting trance. Um which is when renewing mist ticks, it has a chance to proc um uplifting trance. Um and uplifting trance increases uh the healing 
that your next vivify does by uh, 40%. It's a 4% chance on uh, was it when we're doing this? Yeah, uh, was it when it travels or no? When it ticks. When it ticks. Yeah. yeah. So um, the gameplay surrounding Rising Thunder is getting a lot of those who are doing mists out, so you have like a a steady flow of uplifting trances. so it and um, it also lends itself to you know using a lot of essence font and so on. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a really good raid healing uh, tool, but it's also a really good just general like reactive healing tool, right? Um, it's probably my favorite playstyle, um, and you're gonna hear me singing its praises. But uh, I do want to go back and say you know we're in a situation where like. Rising Thunder, Focus Thunder, Manatee are all very equal in terms of the output. It's just different types of games. I'll say a, a bunch of words on Manatee because we really haven't said much about it. And I'll say like briefly yeah. how you play it right with Focus Thunder. How Manatee works is that basically you want to do like an exact kind of like an exact rotation, and that exact rotation depends on the situation. It's kind of like kind of you kind of want to press Essence Font two to three times under it. One at the start, one to recast for the hearts, and then one at the very end of Manatee, just so you can get value out of it. And you cut, you either want to spam Vivify or Enveloping Mists on the people. It kind of spends on the damage pattern. And it's an atypical, like, 90-second cooldown burst cooldown. It's really good for that, because Mistweaver's biggest problem is that it's restricted by mana. And if you have unre- kind of, like, unrestricted mana, it scales really well. Uh, it's also really good with haste, you get, because, it's, because it's a duration and you have cast times, right? If you have more haste, you can fit more spells under it. So it's really good with Bloodlust. Uh... It's a really. I think it's. I think once you see raid or you get to mythic raids, you'll be like, I think it's a bit better than focus thunder. Focus thunder is like really good in like really short fights or where mana is not as relevant because it's direct. Like if you press renewing mist more, you will do more healing than if you had a mana increase. If mana is irrelevant, uh, focus thunder. It's basically like the talent where you just press renewing mist two times under TFT, kinda. Uh, I really wouldn't take Focus Fonder to press Vivify, because if you're using it for a mana sustain, why not just take Manatee, I guess? So its really main purpose is that you can burst out like to Enveloping Mists or to Renew Mist. Uh, it's also the best 5-man talent. Oh, well, okay, I shouldn't say that, because RT has its place in 5-mans, because I've done a lot of 5-mans with RT and Focus Fonder, and because we're a 5-man show, or 5-mans are very important, I should say it, <laughs> Manatee is not really that important in five mans, I don't think. Uh, or rather, I think Focus Thunder is just a bit better. Because in five mans, you really need those instant cast uh, enveloping mists, and they're really, really strong in five mans. Uh, so that's its place there. RT is really good in five mans when you're doing like boss runs. It's really good on bosses because you can focus a bit more on damage and you can just mouse over TFT enveloping someone. It's really good when you're like farming low level keys, and it's like the best choice for that because you're not like you're not pushing towards like uh you're not pushing to like the limit of what your class is doing. You're just trying to farm the place really fast and has a place there. But it's it's is not really good on trash because you cost you have to spam every GCD. But yeah, that's that's for five mans. I should also mention that GG is really good in five mans, but forgot to mention that. But I think I did. But I think. <laughs> The thing is, is that, like, the fist sweeping playstyle is so much fun. The best thing I could say is it's just a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> the fun class again. Yeah, it's a throwback. It's, <laughs> it's it's really amusing for me because, like, every time, you know, I bring this subject up when we're talking about it on Discord, I'm just like, no, it's just it's it's really, really fun. Um, it's 
it's not fist weaving as we knew it, but it's fist weaving in a way that feels like you're, you're making fist weaving as a healer. Really interesting you're, you're, you're healer and, is your main role, yeah. holding that. And yeah. I think it, because of that, you can just say that yeah, I'm going to fist weave in every fight, and you can actually do that now, whereas before yeah. you really couldn't. Yeah, it it actually feels like. I'm not going to say it feels like what fist weaving should have been, right? But it feels like fist weaving is meaningful, whereas yeah. before it was kind of like... It was kind of like good on a couple of fights, it was kind of bad on a couple. And yeah. like, it was only good in like certain parts of certain expansions, right? So it was never always a constant when that's what the class was supposed to be built on. Right? Whereas now, it's like, okay, you can actually do it on every fight. Like, it's a good, it's, I should also say, it's very important to say that it's, RT kind of lends itself to be a really good raid healer, and because of that, even if the total HPS is slightly different, how much, what healing you're doing to other targets matters. Like, very rarely does total HPS matter, but what where your healing is allocated matters a bit more. And the other two talents favor a bit more, like, renewing mist enveloping, kind of, because you can't really use... Or it kind of depends if you take Spear of the Crane. That's more relevant for Spear of the Crane, but because RT is spamming so many Renewing Mists and has so much more Renewing Mist healing and so much more uplifting Transvivify healing, it's more of like a raid healer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think we talked about the talents enough, I think. I think <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, no, I mean, it, it and we're in fist weaving too, so I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about, and I know we want to keep this brief, but uh, it's so. I think it's like one of the, the most classes that had things changed, and it was changed kind of like right away, and then they just kept tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. A lot of changes in beta as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but this, this has been a very. So don't weird. feel overwhelmed if you're out there going, oh, you know what, what's, you know what's going on? Not like this emote, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's, it's been a lot of changes. So, um, so I guess then the. Uh, we'll just go ahead and go to the last two questions that we have here as far as for today's show, which is basically what are your hope for the next patch cycles, like the buffs nerfs on other classes, Monk in particular? Like, what do you hope they address? I mean, we kind of covered some of it here, but just kind of like a, a quick summary. Uh, I'll go first. I think Mystery can be very easily... I think right now what will become a problem when we get introduced to legendaries is that fist weaving will become mandatory for everyone because the fist weaving legendaries are so much better than every other legendary. Uh, I think I estimated that the legs, which is whenever you press TFT, you get two random TFT spills uh, per TFT. It's a roughly 15% HPS increase, what I figured out. Even It's a victim to RNG, but... On average, if you TFT 50 times, it'll be a 15% HPS increase. Yeah, it's really good. It's disgusting. It's like, it's it's truly insane. And the other legendaries are, the Suvi Mist one is at most like a 3% increase. So what will ha- probably happen is that everyone, even if you don't like Fist Weave, will be forced to Fist Weave to be optimal. But that's yeah. more of a problem yeah, with legendaries, definitely. how they're designed. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you. Every spec has their oh my god legendary story, so uh, you know that's not unique to monks. <laughs> the other problem also, is that like if I think of fist weaving, even if you don't factor of legendaries, uh, uh, what was I trying to say? I think it has a lot of problem with player perception of the class. I think it's because at one point they said they didn't want fist weaving to good to be good. People will riot for nerfs to fist weaving. No, it's intended to be like you can be a fist weaver or a mystery if you really want to. Mm-hmm. 
And the other problem was I think that too much of like the class utility is tied up with damage utility. I think it's a bit too like as a mythic raider, I think it's a bit too mandatory to fist weave if you want to be like like you can mist weave at the high end, but why not just like fist weave? Like why not if you're gonna mist weave, why not just play like a shaman, you know? Are we talking about problems right now? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I like I missed the initial question. Yeah, no, I would completely agree. Um my main concern going into Legion is we're in this weird spot where, like I said, all of the endgame talents are pretty equal, but because of how powerful legendaries are and because of how um, good damage utility is, um, you know, there's an entire spec based around it now, right? Uh, with Disc. Uh, having a healer, and I think this is this is a problem with healing in general, I feel, that there's going to be a shift in the meta where a good healer is someone who can not only do the required healing, but do a significant amount of damage as well. And, you know, this is something we've been slowly riding towards as the expansions ramped up. But like, I think this will be one of the first expansions where that, that is like a massive. And that's a big culture shock for most WoW healers. Like if you go to like another game, if you go to like Final Fantasy 14, That's, Every that's, healer has to DPS in that game. You're, you are yeah. playing bad. Or you, or you don't kill bosses. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. well, that never really was the case. Like, it was the case at the high end, but the average player really didn't have to do that. But I think it's and, a culture shock that you'll be forced to do that in um, be competitive. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's not to say, you know, that every healer is going to be in a situation where they're going to be forced into damage, but because of the way healing is designed now, and because of the way, like, Mistweaver and Disc Priest and Rest of Shaman, uh, and even Rest of Druid, um, because of the way, and Holy Paladin, basically everybody but Holy Priest, the, the way that our classes are designed now, you have a much stronger capability of doing this damage, and it's not insignificant. Right? And it scales well into AoE. Most healer classes yes. have really good AoE. Like, Miss Spinning Crank Geek does a lot of damage. Like, so I've actually out-DPS people so in a 5-man Spinning Crank Geek spammy. Mm-hmm. So healer like, damage is very relevant. Yeah, and like, say for Mistweaver specifically, you know, Disc Priests are really strong damage-wise. Um, you know, doing... a. F- I think I've seen this piece doing upwards of like 80k DPS or something. Like they do a lot, and the the thing with Mistweavers is you can get close to matching them. Like, and you don't have to suffer like any of the healing sacks that disc priests have um, so I, I definitely think that will be a big part of the meta. And I think, well, I personally enjoy that kind of gameplay. Um, like culture shock i think there gonna be a lot of people who don't like it uh we we see a lot of people come through discord who are basically like yeah i'm really excited about misweaver because you know i always thought the class was interesting but i didn't like that dps stuff and i just uh, there was like people like that when fistweaver was a thing i just like why go to a class that was marketed as like if you go to a disc priest right now and you complain that dps is a thing like why like why would you do yeah. that yeah but i mean like th- Again, it's it's kind of one of those legitimate things, though, right? Where healers are play healers because they don't want a DPS; they want to heal. Um, so, it, it's definitely it's it's definitely going to be an interesting thing, and I'm concerned about it. I, but again, this is also just a concern, right? Like we don't know how that's going to play out exactly. It could, um, like, it could be fine, like especially our... like in Mythic, right? So, yeah, like I doubt you can. Uh, it's hard to say, but. 
Too soon to tell. Mistweaver can kind of take the place of Dispriest. Like, if you want a Dispriest in your group, Mistweaver can adapt, just like Dispriest can respect Holy, Mistweaver can just adapt to Mistweaving. And if Mm -hmm. you need, like, more tank healing, then, yeah, then Mistweaver can adapt really easily. Or even just change its playstyle instead of vivifying spot heal, it just tunnels all to the flies into tanks, like whatever. It can mm-hmm. adapt really well, and the biggest thing I can say about Mystery River is that it's a really adaptable healer. Which wasn't the case before, you could only AoE heal, but now you can do a lot of things, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the concerns I think we both have are going are more geared towards like the mythic meta, right? Um, because I think that's where you'll see the problems crop up. Uh, I think a lot of people won't necessarily have to deal with some of these same problems, um, but as a whole, that's where my concern lies. Yeah, I mean, we'll I guess have to see how everything goes going forward and. I know, yeah, I just like I see people, especially like last week, there was a ton of people coming into Discord and just asking like, how how does Monk play good? Make play Monk. Well, yes. <laughs> what is what is the best talent? We're like, oh, we have bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, give me your uh, give me your tips. Like, <laughs> um, My biggest tip well, is that uh, you should. It's a, that'd be culture shock as people are surprised that they can go oom now, which is a big it's a big shock. Uh, like Mistweaver can actually go oom. It's like what has that so ever been a thing? Weird. Like maybe like Heimel or BRF you went oom, but Yeah, that's like it. I think I think it's been a while since I've been oom. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like like you just have to actually think, which is good, I guess. But the thing is is that like when people realize that they should start playing a bit more efficiently, like how Mistweaver works is that you can actually sustain your mana for a long time, but I think they might have to... My other concern is that for Mistweaving, they might have to change up like the balance of how much a spell costs to how much healing it does. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to make like Mistweaver... Like, it, the spells do a lot of healing, but it costs a lot of mana, and I think for a lot of players, that's a very difficult way of playing. While Mistweaver is a very easy healer to understand, it's very punishing. So I could see them like changing up, <laughs> changing that up a bit in a raid setting, like I could easily see enveloping mist healing reduced by like twenty percent, and the mana cost reduced by twenty percent, and that would make a bit more sense. Or like the same thing with the fight, you know. I think a lot of, I think a lot of that would make sense for a lot of the average player. But I don't think the mist server needs like sweeping buffs like it did in like Wad to be playable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would agree. The other, the other one more problem, and I've, this is the one more problem because I just refollowed it. I think. <laughs> The class requires multiple gear sets as well to be optimal for multiple things because of how good mastery can be, how good haste can be for a fight. Like, you'll, you'll need, like, to... Uh, for Mythic Plus, you need a Mythic Plus set, which is haste and mastery, but that's not really the best thing you can do in a raid setting, you know? So yeah. you want to collect a lot of gear as a Mistweaver, a lot of, like, haste leather gear, and your bags will be full of gear where you can optimize, which is a good thing, but I think it's well, a bit... I think the burden is a bit, like... A bit, a bit, it's a bit annoying, but if you're trying to be optimal, you will want like a lot of haste in your gear because glass does need a lot of haste and five minutes to really work. So mm. that's my last play complaint. Do you have one, Miss? No, I think we covered most of the issues I had. Yeah. Um, and then the last question before we head out today is 
I, well, I said in the, the pre-show one raid tier, and then there was a lot of argument. So now it's two raid tier expansion. Do you think it's going to be another like wad? Do you think it's just going to be two raid tiers and we're done? And like, have it'd be wrong to say that we have to take their promises because we've been promised a lot of things. But they said yeah. three, but see it when I see it, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then so, I guess I guess what do you think like long one? Like it seems like they like going with these half and halves because they could push it out longer. But do you think? They're going to do more like two zone areas or it's hard. I would like to see more two zone areas. Um, You know, like here's here's the thing. Um, The thing is that we have been told so many things so many times. So it's really hard to trust, you know, when they're like, okay, we're going to do three raid tiers in Legion. um, And then we're going to have more frequent content content outside of that and we want to actually try to um you know do stuff with our five-man content you know so we're being promised a lot of stuff and that's a very common thing when it comes to blizzard promising more than they can actually do uh i'm not sure where the one raid tier thing came from because if that was the case i wouldn't be buying legion um so (laughs) yeah you know I don't think I think I think if they were like, we're only doing one raid tier, they would have lost their entire raiding population right there. So fair. They could probably lose their entire raid population. This dumb legendary system. God. Oh, God. Yeah, I already heard I a lot of people who are like, I'm not coming back. I can handle the artifact power. Like, I think that's like an acceptable amount. Like it's an MMO. You should be you should be forced to play an MMO. Like that's mm-hmm. just how MMOs are. But legendaries. God, kill me. Yeah, no, I think I think that sums up how a lot of us feel about legendaries. Just (laughs) kill me now, like just put me out of my misery. Can't wait to be a fist weaver and I get the Suvi Mist legendary. That's basically me. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So uh, I think that'll wrap up the show this week. Um, And if you want to get in contact with Sublift, you can reach them on Twitter at bad. uh, I mean, at Sublift. Also read my peer-reviewed icy veins guide. Yes, icy veins. Go to icy veins. Icy-veins.com/slash <laughs> monk is awesome, right? Is that, is that you should read is? all the mystery guides because, like, the biggest thing I wanted to do is like get them those clicks. Get them those clicks. No, I mean you should read all the mystery guides. You shouldn't take my opinion. Like, you should look at all of them. Just as a side note, sorry. Yep, I agree with that entirely. <laughs> and then uh, to uh, get in touch with uh, Renor, you can reach him on uh, Twitter at oh god it's Renor, O H G O D I T S R A N O R. Has not changed. Has not changed. Yes. Well, neither have really changed at all. But uh, you could also catch both of us on the Pika Serenity Discord. Mm-hmm, yeah, Pika so. Serenity Discord. Um, I'm I poke in there here periodically now, so too. So I'll be there as well if you have any questions for me. And then you can reach me on Twitter at Goldenverse as well. Monkcraftpodcast.com, where I have all the stuff there. And I guess show up Monkcraftpodcast.com. I still have that email, but I'm probably going to take it down shortly. Just it just, you know, no one really only had a few questions pop in there, but at least it's a good contact. So yeah, show up Monkcraftpodcast.com. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. So thanks, uh, guys, for joining this week. And uh, Problem. Yeah, yeah, had to let always fun. Back. Yeah, and the short, quick ep- uh, recap that I said at the beginning, I turned into short never quip. short recap, and we actually had to cut off a lot of stuff because there's so much things to talk about. I told you at the beginning this was not going to be short. But uh, we, yeah, thanks you guys for coming out this week, and then we uh, thank you out there for 
uh, coming up this week. I hope you're back here each and every week on my current podcast. 